Okay, good morning, everybody. Hope everybody is well. Welcome to The Boost. Happy Monday. Great to have you back. Hope everybody had a nice holiday for those that observed. For those that didn't, sorry, missed you on Thursday. We left off with the idea of empathy, seeing it from someone else's perspective, recognizing that so much of life really is relationships. So much of life is relationships. So much of what you want in life. If you just think of it this way, so much of what you want in life really is the product of a relationship. Even if it's the relationship between the person and across the counter, right? Like so much. What we're trying to get is a relationship. You want to get on the airplane. You want to get the, the muffin. You want to get the deal. You want to get the job. You want to... It's all relationships. So much of life is based on our muscles of how we handle each other. I had a conversation uh, a couple of days ago with the president of a very large company. And he was asking me some of the, you know, my opinions on some of the people in the company, whatever. And I was explaining to him that the number one asset he has is not what he thinks. It's his people. The asset. Yes, there is um, IP and there are this property and there's a lot of stuff that great companies have but the number one asset that a company has is its people you get great people anything's possible that wasn't always the case there was a time where the number one asset a company has was it was its factory line and if some guy went down on the factory line they just put a new guy in but really the greatest thing they had was the brilliance of how they built the machinery Really, the greatness they have is the brilliance of how they do this or that. And so once the company has that, once they have that infrastructure or those resources, the people are fungible. Those days are over. Those days are over. Three guys in a, three people in a, in a Starbucks could upend an industry today. Anything's possible. It's people. It's people. You go to Israel and you see it straight, man. You see it straight. Israel's not a big country. Now, there's a lot of divine intervention there, but it's not a big country at all. And those people, man, they do some crazy stuff. It's people. It's a few people. They're like, they're doing crazy things. You could see some of the technology coming out of Israel that could blow your mind. It's just a couple of people, not like billions of people. People are the center of everything. What you want in your life most likely is in somebody else's hands, whether it's love or it's connection or it's direction or it's money, whatever it is, it's in someone else's hands. That's how God created us. He created the world this way because he wants us to connect to each other. But the game of life is through people and the game of people is through empathy because Unless I understand somebody else, how am I going to interact with them? My interact. Somebody has to cross the line. Someone has to like put their hand over and shake them across the aisle. If you don't think this is, if if you want to see the example of how this is not true, just look at Congress right now. It's a disaster. What's going on over there? I'm sure some people are good, but like, there's so much. There's so much like rhetoric and hatred. Like it's it's insane. We want to get stuff done. Someone's got to speak someone else's language. You can't spend your life speaking someone else's language, speaking your language if they don't understand you. I told you the story of the individual who lived right around my corner. I had someone who lived near me. 
and great great group great couple I love them both right he spoke no Hebrew she spoke no English love them both they didn't speak the same language now that works for a period of time until it doesn't like if you're marrying somebody you kind of got to speak the language that they know right if you're dealing with somebody you kind of kind of speak their language and even if they're speaking both are speaking English they're speaking a different language speaking a very different language just recently I was doing a, a personality test on somebody there's these great personality tests that I love called PDP and they really they delve into people that are dominant people that are extroverted people that are more process oriented people that are more conformist oriented Just it goes through a few key pieces and I was trying to explain to somebody that if you are let's say a dominant person you say things to other people that are offensive but you don't even realize it because you're so focused on the things and the concepts that you don't have that same sensitivity to individuals and if you're a high conformist the way you react to rules is very different right the way you react to following rules you ever been in a conversation you ever been in a room with like a high conformist and a non-conformist do you ever have that and non-conformist is like who cares and the high conformist is like like losing their stuff like losing it like what do you mean you can't do that like it's against the rules like what are you talking about like you and the and, and the non-conformist isn't even processing They're like what are you even talking about like who cares just break them and like what, you really break the what, you break the rules are you crazy what, you can get in trouble and then did it did it did it and it's like that, come on you ever you ever you ever, you ever mediate between those two forget about it you ever watch them get married together you ever see you ever, you ever look at a couple with like a high conformist and a non-conformist come on cut the line you need to cut the line come on it's an airport. Just cut the line. Just go to this. Go to go to this. The 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 the, the Delta Sky Priority line. I don't have it on my. It's not on my ticket. I'm not going to the Sky Priority line. It's not my ticket. It's not honest. You crazy? You ever watch that in an airport? Watch for that. Just watch for that. Keep your eyes open. We spend enough time in airports. I used to spend more time in airports. You see everything in airports, by the way. Everything you want to see in life, you see in airports. People are different. You ever go to an airport? You can learn a lot about somebody by the walkway. By the walk, you know, about, you know the walkway, that walking thing, that that the, pla- the other thing that moves. It's a lot about people. There's three types of people in this world. There are those that don't take the walkway. There are those that take the walkway and stand, and those that take the walkway and walk. And I bet who you are is very, very, very much connected to your choice on the, the airport walkway. Do you get on that walkway and fly? Walk as fast as you can. Do you get on the walkway and like take a pause and let the walkway walk for you? Or do you not take it at all? You don't want to deal with it. There's too many people on it. It's too crowded and jammed. You're just you'll just come you'll just come like eighty seconds later. You know what I'm talking about? It's so different. Everyone's so different. Until somebody looks over to somebody else and says, I gotta speak your language. I gotta speak your language. You don't got a relationship. It doesn't work that way. That's what a relationship is. A relationship is the ability to go beyond self, right? And just for the few seconds we have today, 
the whole concept of relationships and spirituality is for that reason, right? We have a blessing that says we bless God, really, for creating souls and their deficiencies. In Hebrew, it's We bless God. Thank you for creating all these people and their deficiencies. Why do we do that for? Because physically I am who I am, but spiritually I'm only a piece of who I am. Spirituality isn't bound by time and space. And so I'm more connected to you spiritually than I am physically. And so when I take my physicalness and I move it towards your physicalness, I'm actually bringing our souls together. I speak this way, physical. I eat this way, physical. I think this way. Your brain is physical, right? Neural connections, right? I do this thing physically. You do that thing physically. When I take what I want, what I know, how I talk, what I look for, and I bring it to you, what you know, how you speak, what you care about, I am now making a spiritual gesture. Because if it was a physical gesture, I would never do this. Because if I was my goal, my pursuit in life was more physical, I would never would never subjugate my physicality to your physicality to get to know you better. And if I'm using it to manipulate you, I'm not doing it right. But if I'm being empathetic, if I'm trying to understand you, if I'm trying to connect to you and being willing to take a piece of my physicalness my materialism and and subjugated to what you want I am making a spiritual move and by making a spiritual move I gain in my spirituality and by gaining my spirituality I feel something different that feeling that addictive I don't know how to describe it amazing feeling is enhanced spirituality and I connect you at a much deeper level now we'll talk about this this is critical spiritual stuff all right we'll talk about it everybody great day god's help can we see you tomorrow have a great day living on a lifeline the world doesn't ever seem to change looking for the sunshine but you're caught up in the rain it's like your eyes are wide open but you cannot see you're watching life pass you by like one two three walking in destruction the winds of life blow your vision all the devastation Forever feels like you're on the run, it's time No one else can set you free, you're locked inside And only you have got the key